Well, there you go, Sam. Another week down the drain. That's right. Almost another <laughs> month, too. Uh, another weekend upon us. No, I'm excited about it. the way you it. look at it. Absolutely. It's a three-day weekend? Yeah. No. A three-day okay. weekend? Well, well you can make it one. today. I was trying to get it kind of like to count Friday. Kind of feel that way all day Friday. Okay, Guarantee you so, somewhere somebody's taking Monday off and they're going to make it a three-day. Mm. Somewhere somebody's thinking about calling in sick Monday right now. And they're going to make it a three-day weekend, <laughs> too. calling sick today. We don't advise that, though, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, it's a grateful Friday. So later on, we do want to hear from you on those little things, little or big things you are grateful for right now. The, the plan being, if you start your day with that thought, mm. telling yourself those things, you have a better day. And it's easiest yeah. to do it on Friday anyway just is so we're gonna get there they say gratitude and fear cannot exist in the same thought just so that you know somebody's been reading reading again. Yeah. reading again some philosophy gratitude and fear yeah can't exist in the same okay. i mean that's not a quote i, I bet just we can force it it's <laughs> funny because whenever people throw those out you got to stop and go okay yeah oh yeah the short yeah. and simple ones but, i love but the longer it gets it's kind of like meh I mean, what they mean by that is if you're feeling anxious and you're worried, if you stop for a minute, you think about the things you're grateful for, those you you, you can't feel both of those feelings at the same time. So Mm -hmm. it helps. Yeah. It's truth. Truth. Um, Moving uh, to something silly and frivolous and exciting for me. I have a cheese board now, and I'm ready to fill it this weekend. You mean a charcuterie board? I like that. A charcuterie. You got one? Yeah. The one you wanted? I'm so excited about it. Yeah. I didn't know you got it. I didn't even see it. I know. I have a special place where I hide things in the house. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Here's what I'm putting on it. (laughs) Cheeses, more than one kind, two or three types of cheeses. This is my plan. Meats, crackers, a couple of different kinds of crackers on different ends of the board, grapes, nuts, and number one for me, olives. Doesn't that sound like a delicious when, board? When are you putting this on there? I don't know. Like, I was hoping we'd have company over for it, but we could just do it for us, Murphy, this you, weekend. You have a cheese knife? Yeah, I have a couple. Is One the, of them's Christmassy, but... Is this the kind you have to chill the top of before you put it out? No, it's just a board. Oh. But we have modern air conditioning. You can chill it if you want, but it's wood. Yeah, but it's going to be beautiful. Okay, I'm, I'm excited. I'm thinking salami for the meat. We're starting simple, mm-hmm. right? What do you think? Or a summer sausage. I knew you were going to say that. Anyway, which I, which I'll share, believe is salami we'll anyway. We'll share it this weekend. We'll share pictures. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so for crazy Twilight movie fans, mm-hmm. the whole franchise, you can now stay in Bella's Twilight home for the night. I'll tell you about that next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, Twilight fans, or they used to call them Twihards. You just don't belong in my world, Bella. I belong with you. This is the last time you'll ever see me. Please just promise me you won't I remember do when we were reading this. those these books, yeah. me and some of my girlfriends, you know who was reading them faster than anybody else? Who? Sam. <laughs> you in fact were a spoiler of sorts. You'd come in and say, Do you know what she did with with, with Jacob yet? And I'd be like, Stop it. I forgot that Sam, so Sam read that was series. a twihard, ladies. <laughs> Sink your teeth into that. Now you go back and you look at those movies and it's like, okay. Yeah, well the what's funny is that Phoebe is 14 and she she watched the first one with some friends like six months ago and she was like mom so cringy yeah I'm like i know the books were fun a fun escape a silly fun escape the were movies were like in. what okay so the bella swan <laughs> house 
this charming 1930s five-bedroom home that was featured in the movies. This yeah. is where Bella started her love, her supernatural love triangle. That was her dad's uh, house, right? The house was very charming. Yeah. I remember at one point thinking, oh, I love that kind of house. It's beautiful. Well, the people who originally owned it after they used the- The Cullens? <laughs> the family that that lived in the house that let them use it to film the movie that they were like they had issues with rabid fans oh, yeah. showing up all the time they sold it and they sold it to someone who realized okay this is the twilight bella swan home let's just turn it into an airbnb so now twihards can rent it up uh-huh. for the night 330 a night Okay, 10 people maximum. That's a lot of people. That's not bad. That's a party. Uh, two nights minimum, no vampire discounts. So uh-huh. uh, what about leaving Bella's window open? You're supposed to leave it open and hope... I think that you should leave Edward it open. Edward shows and up. hope that Edward flies in or mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, the Bella Swan Twilight home is um, up at Airbnb. That's kind of fun. Uh-huh. I think that's cool. And it will rent for Twihards. Oh, yeah. Also, some Game of Thrones news. This is cool. Did you catch that the the head of HBO did this TV Critics Association, like, you know, board the other day meeting and answered a million questions about what's come, going on at HBO, and he did address the all the fan petitions with all these angry fans wanting to reshoot the final season of Game of Thrones, and, he, and his answer was, that was never on the table. Yeah. If you signed that petition, you wasted your time. Get a life, people. <laughs> like, get a life. It's it's huge to have a show that's that loved. Of course, you can't please everybody. They were pleased, of course, because cha-ching, Game of Thrones. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, coming up, our oldest daughter, Taylor, uh, can't leave ramen alone. You know what? Just out of the pack, the way you cook it. Uh-huh. Actually, it's pretty amazing what she, she makes does. She gourmet ramen. Picked <laughs> up. next? Got some fun for you after the show today, too. After the show podcast, it's something special we do with a brand new episode every single day and only online. Um, Our oldest, Taylor, is kind of a foodie, and I say that. She doesn't get in the kitchen and get creative too often because she's so busy and on the run. What I'm saying is she... She loves to watch cooking shows, mm-hmm. and she when we go to a restaurant, she's the most adventurous orderer, wouldn't you say? Well, yeah, I would say so. Didn't she make cookies, though, with honey instead of sugar? Well, that's what I was actually just about to say. That was the first thing that she did that really, I think, impressed both of us. Is she went up, I think it was the first thing that she did from scratch, Yeah, and she went she, in and did that on her own. Instead of vanilla. We didn't have a vanilla extract, I think, and so she put honey instead. And, and they were unbelievable. so good. Even the texture was more Moist. chewy. It was fab. Anyway... Yesterday, we're just sitting around visiting, and and I said, what did you have for lunch? And she said, I had some ramen. And I was like, you haven't had that in a long time. She goes, oh, no, I kick it up. And it was. she says, it's not, I can't take credit for this because it was my f- friend's idea to do it this way. So she makes ramen, but she told me she totally has found the way to kick it up. So she puts the packet that comes in, in it with yeah. it. But while the water is boiling, she also adders, adds some cayenne pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, she adds a little sriracha sauce. Mm. She likes it spicy. But the final thing that surprised me is that while it's boiling, Murph, yeah. she throws in a raw egg and lets it sort of poach. Oh. And she loves it like that. So when she eats it, she pours off some of the liquid. So it's it's only a little liquid. And the noodles... And the egg, the the white is cooked, but the yellow runs a little. She loves that. I was like, huh. you need to throw some green onions. She was like, 
for looks, that would help. She so said, with, but she doesn't like her. With the egg, then she doesn't stir it up. She just cracks it into there. Yes. Okay. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I, cool. I would yeah. never I, expect of her, her to do that. I wouldn't either. But that almost sounds like you Cooking know a, vari- a variation on fried rice. You yes. think about how all oh, that yeah. goes—the pasta and the egg and all that yeah. goes together. Yeah. So that's her kicked up ramen, and I, she loves it. I got to ask this too because my kids have started asking for ramen lately for mm-hmm. snacks, mm-hmm. and I bought the kind the pack where you crack it and you know. The square pack or whatever it is. Yeah. But I've also bought the kind that are in in the cup. You just put water in and throw it in the microwave. Those are different they somehow. Are? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think you have more flexibility. That's me with the pack. Okay. You know I mean? yeah. Well, then I'll go back to buying the pack. Yeah. And sh- and Either way, it's going to cost me an extra nickel. Woo! <laughs> Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. Love hearing from you. We're kicking off Grateful Friday. We've asked on our Facebook page, what little and big things are you grateful for today? So that is next. We'd love to hear from you, so you can give us a call anytime, 877-310-4MSJ, or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, and it's Grateful Friday. It's time for the producer's mailbag. What do we have, Chad? Starting us off, we have Megan, who says, I struggle with depression. I've been listening to MSJ every day since Christmas, and the relationships and tone that y'all bring to the mornings have been a help. Uh, to my everyday life. Oh, thank nice. you. Good. I'm, I see. I was getting concerned it was going to be the other way around. Were we the reason for the it's depression? Like, yeah. Seriously, no. glad to hear that. <laughs> no, she says she just wanted to say thank you. Your work is important to so many of us. That's that is sweet, really sweet. Man. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I have to say too. I want to say this. I had this conversation with a dear friend recently about depression because most people experience it. Some people their whole lives. Some people just at parts of their lives. Mm-hmm. But if you do experience it and it's something that you feel like it's always been with you, it might always be a part of your life, unfortunately. But there will be times when you're going more toward it and then there are times when you're going more away from it. Right? Wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a life sentence. It's one of those it's not your fault things. It's go talk to a, a, a professional. Right. There's medication. There's therapy. There's everything. Yeah. Well, like anything else, there's acute and there's chronic. Okay, <laughs> you needed to get clinical. You, there you go. I mean, professionals like Murphy, yes. Thank you for that email. So, Appreciate you so much. Moving on, we had a question from December. Uh, she says, you were talking about the show Friends. Yeah, yeah. always. Yeah, I thought uh, you mentioned about a furniture line or something coming out. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, for the, is it the 20th anniversary of Friends? The 25th anniversary. 25th, thank you. 25th anniversary of Friends. They are really, Pottery Barn is releasing, and I want to say it's like this weekend or early next week that you can get it online or in stores. Like the apothecary table is one of the <laughs> items from the Phoebe Hates Pottery Barn episode. I love that. Um, and then they had they had not released what other right. yeah. items they yet. They just but. say it's going to be central perk worthy accents. Totally. Oh my God. It's my new apothecary table. <laughs> second she cannot see this oh why not she'll she'll love it it's the real thing no. i got it at pottery barn i told her that ours was an original why did you do that because she hates pottery barn she hates, hates pottery, pottery barn, barn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'm betting they're gonna have a bird cage just throwing that out there I'm betting they are July 30th is the date for that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so next. Tuesday. Tuesday. Thank you for sending that in. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Hit us up anytime on Facebook or Instagram. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Grateful Friday continues. Kim, you are up next from 877-310-4MSJ. It's Grateful Friday, so jump in, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Kim? 
doing well. Good. I enjoy your Grateful Fridays. Thanks. We do, too. It's a happy way to start. We're grateful you enjoy them. (laughs) 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 Well, we should find something every day to be grateful for, but especially on Friday. It's easy, especially (laughs) on Friday, yes. But I think that the point is to get in the habit of doing that for yourself every morning. Absolutely. Today we have a family dinner, which trying to get your kids together for a family meal when they have their own families is not yeah, a, a small feat. Right. Agreed. But we are celebrating my granddaughter's seventh birthday. Nice. Yay. Are you going to spoil her? I caught her? her and brought her into this world, and I get to hold her today and celebrate her day. Do you um, also spoil her? A little bit? As much as we can. Yes. That's, that's a grandparent's duty in this world. <laughs> it's a right. Yes. I know that. <laughs> the parents have to be the bad guys. I get to be the good guy. I know. And, you, by, the, and you, by the time you're a grandma, you know how to be the good guy. You know all the tricks that work. It's tough. You know, you're, you're still a mom and you want to be that mom. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got to stand back and believe that I've raised my kids properly so that they can be the moms and dads and do the job themselves. My granddaughter made it to today and, and, you know, it's a beautiful day and the sun is shining. Well, great. Thank That's We appreciate you sharing that with us, Kim. Congratulations Mm -hmm. and happy birthday. You know, that's one of the things I'm still looking forward to with Hollis. Your grandson? I guess any grandkids I have is spoiling. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're already predicting more, huh? Well, who knows? (laughs) You know me, I had five. Let yeah. the kids do their work. Um, because he's still not to the point where you can truly spoil him, that he can enjoy the being spoiled. Yeah, you, know, you Sammy and Melissa to. can enjoy it if you if you spoil him, but he's yeah. not old enough yet to realize, wow, I got a grandpa, I get candy. I, got, mm. I, can, I can work grandpa, is oh, what yeah. you learn. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And it won't be too hard to work me, trust me. Right. Uh, I love how Kim explained, though, it's still tough to show the mom restraint. You know what I mean? Because mm. you really do want to be that way and probably give advice to your own kids, but you have to... It's that happy balance there of, you know, avoid that temptation of, well, you know, if you did this or if you did that. It's probably very difficult, right, Sam? Uh, uh-huh. yeah. No comments? Okay, thanks, Kim. Love hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ. It is Grateful Friday. Get your time. Coming up next, the family-friendly box office review. Yeah, I'll let you know the one big movie that's opening this weekend with two of the world's biggest movie stars starring in it. New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. One new movie this week opening at the box office, and it's been a long time in the making. Quentin Tarantino says this is his most personal ever, hmm. which, hmm, that's a head-scratcher for you. Yeah, I wonder his what that actually ninth means. ninth major film it's um and two major stars. In fact, that's what Quentin is so excited about. He feels like there's not been a duo on screen like this since Robert Redford and Paul Newman. Ooh. It's Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt mm. on screen together once upon a time in Hollywood. I'm Rick Dalton. It's my pleasure, Mr. Schwartz. Call me Marvin. Put it there. That your son? No, it's my stunt double, Cliff Booth. <laughs> Okay, a faded TV actor played by Leonardo DiCaprio and his stunt double played by Brad Pitt. Yeah, because they look so much alike. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to achieve fame and success in the final years of Hollywood's golden age. Like, the the Leonardo DiCaprio character is like at the end of his. He's like a Western Mm. star, and he's he's trying to transition in 1969 in Los Angeles when all this other Charles Manson stuff is about to be going on as well. 
Okay. Yeah. Huh. It's long. It's two hours and 40 something minutes. 41 minutes. Yeah. I want you to know that critics say it takes off great and you think it's going to be, oh, wow. Another, and then it supposedly, according to critics, it sort of fades a bit. Yeah. It's kind of like, really? what are you doing in this last hour? Uh, Tarantino describes it as his most personal. I said that it's been four years since Leonardo um, starred in anything, since he won the Academy Award for The Revenant. Remember mm. that? So this has been a long time coming mm. for Leo. He sort of took time off. Um, and Margot Robbie is in this too. Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate in this movie. Yeah. And got to know the family, got to know Sharon Tate's sister to get in character, and is wearing some of Sharon Tate's actual jewelry in the film. Oh, really? Ooh. So yes. I, I guess this is what kind of makes it that Quentin Tarantino edge of the... Does the Manson factor come into this movie? Of course movie? it sure. does. Yeah, Manson. Somebody's of, playing Manson in the movie. Of wow. course okay. it does. Mm. And I, I want to tell you this little bit of trivia about it. Uh, Quentin Tarantino kept one copy of the entire finished version of the script, like a paper copy Brad and Leonardo were the only ones of the actors allowed to read the whole script so they knew where everything was going. Uh, actors like Robo, Ro, Margot Robbie and yeah. Al Pacino, they only got to see their parts. Yeah. And he kept wow. that at his home. So when they wanted to read the whole script, they had to come over <laughs> to his house. Also, too, you don't know this, Samuel L. Jackson is not in a Tarantino movie for this a change. time. Yeah. He was considered, oh, though, they yeah. say. Luke Perry was in this, too. That's last. right. And it is rated R. All right, it's Friday. You should feel good about that. We hope you do anyway. Um, Murphy, we have a busy weekend planned. Um, Did you know that, Murphy? No, but I do now, apparently. Well, it's Is not... this what do I need to do around the house? Nothing. Really? You do what you want. Seriously, I know you're going to want to finish pressure washing the deck. Oh boy, that is the truth. But the one, Sam, this has been a long ordeal because it's taken me, it's a, like a third, a third, and a third. It's uh-huh. a, it's a two and a half to three hour project every time I go into it, and it's not finished yet. Now, but it the looks be- gorgeous. The before and after looks really cool, but yeah. I'm trying to get it all after. You know. Yeah. Um. No. The we have some like engagements. I'm supposed to be having dinner with my girlfriends, which you can stay home on the couch if you want to, because I'm, you know, Lisa and Rachel and I are supposed to get together. You and I have an event thing we're doing on Sunday, but. What I really want you to do with me this weekend is please let's finish Stranger Things. Please. Uh, I'm on board for that. I'm hooked. We're only four episodes in to the Mm -hmm. eight episode third season. Halfway. And it is so much better than I expected it to be. We're not kids anymore. I mean, what did you think? These kids. Just gonna sit in my basement all day. You know what's really crazy about it? I guess every show's like this. You go in the first episode, it's not slow, it's cool because you're getting back into it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't gain traction until you hit the second episode. Yeah. Again, and um, then it just takes off. I think we had this conversation like the other day. There's so many shows where it's great the first two seasons, and then something yeah. around season three and four, it's like they're forcing yeah. it or they used all their best tricks and material in the first couple seasons because didn't you say Westworld you're already done with now? Yeah. Something like that. I think a lot of these shows too is like like Big Little Lies. You know, the first season was based on something that was written. Really good. And Mm -hmm. then after that it's like, okay, you're on your own if you're going to do season two. And plus, I also think it has something to do with the way we consume stuff nowadays. Probably. we consume, you get all the Stranger Things at one time. We're so hard to Not over eight too. weeks. Yeah, right. so you don't wait for it. But this one this one seems to be really just as good or better than the first season to me. 
Stranger Things. I agree. And the 80s goodness is on fire. Mm-hmm. So that's our date this weekend. That's okay. what we do together. Thank Monday, God. by the time I walk in here, Sam, we can talk about we everything. We can finally talk? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't think we can binge the whole rest of the show this weekend, huh? That's two episodes a night and yeah. we're done. It's only four tonight episodes. Four tonight, episodes. two more, and yeah. then tonight, sat, t- Saturday night, two more. Okay. <laughs> it's really not that much, sweetie. It'll take you longer to uh, clean the deck. Coming, coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Oh, here's a Lulu for our Grateful Friday. Okay. Something that's taking me 20 years after a divorce mm. to realize. Yay, Sam. Oops. What's next? So with the weekend coming up, catch up on anything that you missed here during the week with the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel because there are videos up there. And you know, and, and we also, you know, we stay in contact with you over the weekend. So yes. you can follow us on Instagram and, and Facebook. Be sure to like our page so you get a notification. Think of it as audio binging. It is kind of the same thing. You're right, mm-hmm. Sam? All like on I'm, demand. We're here at your disposal. I know it is Grateful Friday, but I want to talk about divorce right now. Well, that sounds wah, happy. Wah, wah. a lot of people who are grateful for divorce. <laughs> See, Sam has to be careful about where he goes with that statement from Jody. Yeah. yeah. Because you've, had, you've been married how many times? I mean, I'm just asking, you know, for somebody that doesn't know. Three. I've been married three times. Three times, right. And it's, guess how many times I've been divorced? Three Thrice. times. Yeah. Thrice, yes. <laughs> uh, hence, I am single. Now, um, it, and this goes back to uh, marriage number one and children, uh, Sammy and Will. Older uh, children. Right, the oldest ones. And it's and it's kind of all because of Hollis coming into the world, my first grandson, yeah. yes. Sammy, Sammy and Melissa's uh, son. <clears throat> I've been able to spend a lot of time with my ex more so than I have over the past, you know, um, umpteen years. Yeah. Right, because you guys have been divorced for how many years now? Ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. So twenty plus years. It's been but, a minute. I mean, you know, in the hospital when the baby's born, and yeah. uh, family gatherings and all that, you spend a lot of time, and we get along great. Nice, fine. Nice. Um, but I start to hear discussions about, oh, remember the time when you and Will this, and when the family did that, and we did, and it's like. <clears throat> You knew when you're getting divorced that you're going to have the kids and she's going to have the kids. Right. But here it is 20 plus years later and it's like, wow, they really did have a life that did not include me. At times. And I know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Only still in their lives. But it's it's odd to hear stuff about your kids that happened and that you didn't that you fond, fond memories and stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. like, wow, oh, I missed out on that. And oh, that would have been fun to do. And yeah. I know I had. And again, it's no regrets. Can't back, you yeah. can't go back. Because I had my fun times with them, yeah, right, that other people don't know about. Yeah. So, but it was just odd that that it is it a realization. Like you're there for the big celebration of the baby, and all of a sudden these little zingers, and nobody's trying to do it. It's just no. you hear it. I'm going, oh wow, oh. You didn't do the thing where you were like, well, remember when we Chris, <laughs> the Chris you know, Farley thing? There was the part part of Sam remember that wanted to jump needles? in and do that. Yeah, well, we did. Yeah, but it's like, no, this is everybody else's moment. Let them have this. Nice. See, that's health. That's certainly nice healthier. Up. That's healthier than going back and trying to Photoshop yourself into those pictures. <laughs> Well, I have photoshopped people out of pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's a different yeah. divorce realization. Coming up, Sam has music news. All right, happy stuff now. Murphy and Jody and all Johnny Cash fans, I got a new yes. website for you. Okay. Sam's got music news. Uh, there's something you can play around with this weekend, johnnycash.com. I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. This can't be brand new, right? I, I mean, know. It has been uh, like totally overhauled. And this is, if if you are a Johnny Cash fan, everything yep. you ever possibly wanted to know about Johnny Cash 
right here on this website. Okay. Okay. 4,300 show dates, 1954 to his last appearance in 2003, Mm. all cataloged in chronological order. No kidding? This tells you where he played. This tells you who he played with. Some of them actually have photos. Some of them have videos. Some of them have the songs set list. Um, Then it goes into albums, and it has singles that he's done, a lot of the lyric sheets that he's done, a lot of family pictures in this as well, awards, books, TV shows, movies, acting cameos. That's amazing. It's like everything you ever possibly wanted to know about Johnny Cash has been put at johnnycash.com. The family says it's unbelievable. You know, I still love that movie, Walk the Line. Yeah. I cried like a baby in that movie just for the vulnerability of the man. Johnny? Yeah. Or Joaquin. Wa- well, yeah. Johnny, but Joaquin did it well. He really did. He did. I love the movie. It's a great love story, too. Okay. Check out johnnycash.com. Okay, Idris Elba. I've told you this before, that Idris Elba is a DJ on the side. Big Driss yes, is his name. he is. He's also in this upcoming Hobbs and Shaw movie, which is a Fast and Furious spinoff. Yes. With uh, Jason Statham and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. Idris Elba is the bad guy in the movie. Part man, part machine. Oh, I don't like that. Because he's in the movie, and he said there was a lot of downtime, he decided to Mix. write a song, okay. which is actually now in the movie. It's called Even If I Die. Wow. That's cool. Hello. I can see that in an action movie. Idris yeah. all day. Yeah, he wrote it for an action movie for sure. Yeah, so okay. when you see the movie August 2nd, when it comes out, you will hear this and go, wow, that sounds like Idris. It is Idris. Nice. Also, there's a new documentary in the works um, called Transcon. It is about Lou Pearlman. Remember the oh, big yeah. boy band guy? He's the one that did the NSYNC. And they wrote Bye 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 about him or whatever. It was like, see ya. And Backstreet Boys, O-Town as well. Of course, uh, Lance Bass, who was in NSYNC, did a YouTube documentary about him. But apparently some other big filmmakers, of Oscar winners, have gotten together and said, you know what? It needs a bigger story. So they're going to tell the whole story. He's the boy band guy that was really corrupt. Is that right? I mean, did he allegedly take from them or something like that? He took from them, but he also had a big Ponzi scheme. Apparently one of the biggest in American history. Oh, really? He wound up in jail and he died in jail in 2013. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next, if you plan to go to an estate sale this weekend, and you know our Phoebe drags me to one every weekend, and I like it. The trick to getting what you want. No regret. That's next. I really love an estate sale, and we happened to find one right down the street from our house last weekend. Mm -hmm. So Phoebe and I went first thing. Like, the thing started at 8, and we were inside at (laughs) 8.01. I hadn't even gotten out of bed yet before the line at eight. There were other people at eight, and the thing is, it was Saturday before we discovered it. This thing was had been going on Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday was the last day. Mm-hmm. But it was the first day that we were able to find out about it. And she woke me up and said, "Let's go, Mom. She loves them too, my old soul." I had never been to any until the first time was a couple of years ago, and now I get it. It's so fun. Because you never know what you're going to find. Sometimes nothing. Most of the time, nothing. And you that have to I walk through the house. And yeah, the you walk sale. through the home. You never know what you're going to see. And so it's, well, and, it's, and it's better it, than going to like a store because there's six of everything at a store. And mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something. Well, you know why I like it, too, is it tells a story. The, right. The, it literally is somebody's life does. story and history. It's fascinating. It's like, yeah. I, so, it's like part of you might feel a little off like, hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Who died? What happened? Or what's going on? Are they, are they selling the house? Yeah. Like, what's up? And they're looking through their stuff. But. They don't the, have to be dead, by the way, to have an estate sale, Jody. Just I know. So okay. Know. Well, okay. They could be downsizing and moving and just, you know. Okay. But a lot of times, the ones I've been to, it's obvious that some. Somebody died? Yeah. I know. Okay. I know. The trick. Do you want the trick I've learned? I've learned this the hard way again last weekend. And I'm never doing it again. When you walk into an estate sale, realize there's only one bunny rabbit picture on the wall, or there's only <laughs> one perfect chair. Yeah. So if you are the book, the old book that wow, you'd love to have a copy of that. What you mean by that is there, there, there aren't more in stock in the back. <laughs> right. And if it's the right price and it's something special and you love it, don't overthink it. I did this one time. Like I like that that little table a lot. I did this last week and I love that little table. Um, it's a really good price, but where am I going to put it? So I went home, talked to you. I don't know where I'd put it. We go back. What do you think? Gone. The table's gone. Yeah. Stupid. I should have just gotten it and then figure that stuff out later. Yeah. I'm not talking about clutter because you know I'm against clutter, mm. but if you see it, there's probably only one and if it's good, go for it and you got you have a 50 50 shot on this little piece of advice but you know they usually cut the price by the last day now most of the good stuff is gone but you still may find something really cool that's now like 75 percent off from the first day if you're there the last hour they don't want to haul that stuff out they're like hey 75 (laughs) percent take it 877-310-4msj all right martha we're coming to you next she says that she's got quite the fine from an estate sale excellent Love to hear from you, 877-310-4MSJ. Call us anytime or text us anytime. Jody was talking about her uh, her big estate sale tricks now that she's all yeah. about it, you know. Grab it when you see it. Get the good finds and all that. Martha, you had something similar? Hi. Hi. Um, this is the anniversary. It's 10 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, I went to a junior league women's attic sale. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter was getting ready to get married, and we were hunting for some furniture. Yes. And there... Right there in the front of me was a wedding dress, Mm. and Mm. I asked them how much it was, and they said $50, Mm -hmm. and they said, somebody donated it last night because their engagement was broken, and it was the exact exact size. It was the right size. I called my daughter, and she said, just go ahead and get it. Well, we got it home, and she looked inside, and it was a Vera Wang. Um, She called the number. Of the um, little tag that was inside. Yes. These people had gotten it in Atlanta. Uh-huh. It was six or seven thousand dollars. That is <laughs> unbelievable. Perfectly. Yeah. That was meant to be. It's hanging up in my closet now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but oh my God. She's been married 10 years happily. Yeah. <laughs> Man, and she, what did you just call her and describe it? And she said, get it? I just said, there's a wedding dress. Should I get it? It's 50 bucks. She said, yes. I said, yeah. it's never been worn. Didn't know anything about that. Got it home. It fit her perfect. You know, to donate fit. a she, perfectly good Vera Wang dress, that was some hurtful calling off of a, <laughs> you know? I know. <laughs> oh I just And it's 10 years, 10 years ago to this month Yeah. that I got it. Wow, that's amazing. Well, congrats, Martha, on that fine. I don't think I've ever been that lucky. No kidding. That's like finding a Rembrandt. It is. And, and Murphy bought a video camera last weekend. Did you tell the guys that at that estate sale we went no, to? I need, I, actually, you know what? I need to bring that in for show and tell. Yeah. Because it was. It, it's. I paid $15 for You're it. You're hoping it's a Rembrandt. It's a 1984 camera, but back in those days, they weren't 
camcorders. In other words, the camera was separate from the bag that you know <laughs> yeah. recorded with the. And it didn't have the so, bag, so. And so yeah, I'm gonna have to find that on eBay somewhere, <laughs> but it's. But it's in pristine condition. Not exactly just, a Vera Wang, no, but... Yeah. but you know, it's, Where are you going to find the tapes? Well, that's another challenge. <laughs> One step at a time, Sam. <laughs> Thanks, Martha. We love to hear about your estate sale finds. Um, it's just so fun to me. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Okay, this is cool. There are some new mob movies coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, One will star Jay Law. And the other will will star Jay Lowe. Mm. Tell you all about them next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, guys, you want to start with Jay Law or Jay Lowe? Jay Lowe, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jenna- she got the Super Bowl gig. She wants the Super Bowl gig. Oh. The NFL has not responded I you were yet. Tell she us find- today she got it's it. A little early for that, right? They don't have to make that decision till late fall mm. when she starts putting stuff together. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> all over the place right now. She has a new movie coming out soon where she plays a a very grown-up dancer. We'll just say that. Um, she's also signed on to play a real-life drug lord wow. in this movie Getting called gritty. The Godmother. And according to uh, Variety, she's considering it to be her directorial debut. She oh. wants to take the project, the drama, and direct it herself. So you mean A-Rod's going to have a part in it? Uh, I hope not. And her kids. I hope, no. Mark Anthony. I don't think she would do that. I don't think she would let those worlds collide. Uh-huh. Uh, she's business first, I would bet. I would bet. <laughs> uh, moving on to Jennifer Lawrence. She. This is also Mob. She'll star in Mob Girl. It's <laughs> a, tr- a true crime story about a gangster wife turned police informant. Hmm. I can believe her in that. She does good gritty. gritty roles because, what was that one where she was, it was like the 70s, she was one of the group of four. Something American, hus, is it American Hustle? <laughs> is that the name of it? We love that movie yeah. too. She was great. Amy in that Adams one. was yeah. in that. And yeah, that was good stuff. So, And Christian I want to see Bale. Jennifer Lawrence back on big screen like mm-hmm. that. I've also got um, some news about the dude. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude. <laughs> <laughs> Academy Award winning actor Jeff Bridges. This is good for him and big for him. He's going to star in an upcoming FX drama series called Ooh. The Old Man. So he's coming to TV. He's coming to TV, but huh. his own series. Yeah. And the deal is, don't let the name of it fool you. It's based on this best selling novel that's fast paced um, about a, a retired CIA guy who is targeted by assassins. So they're going to be after him, after Jeff Bridges. Okay. So a lot of big things moving around in Hollywood. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 8.30, we'll get you ready for what's opening this weekend. Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Keep up with anything that you miss here by uh, liking our Facebook page so you get notifications for new posts. And then, of course, the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. You know, you got the weekend ahead. Pop in your earbuds and catch up on anything you might have missed. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Friday favorites. Oh, yeah. That's where we look back over the favorite moments of this past week. So Jody is up now. Let's go all the way, up, all the way back to Monday. Okay. I remember thinking, why is this being released on a Monday? It's ginormous. Well, it was coming off of last weekend's Comic-Con with all the Marvel news. All and the trailers. Pew, pew, yeah. All that great stuff and Top Gun Maverick and all that. But hello, this week we got a trailer that will set your heart aflutter <laughs> um, if you have a heart. <laughs> it's Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers, and the movie is called A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Oh. 
could you be mine? It's uh, it's awesome Please that he's done this. You be my neighbor. It is. Huh? Here's the deal. When we first heard that they were going to make this, I'm thinking, no, no one can do it. Yeah. No one can do it. And then wait, Tom Hanks is going to do it. Okay. We will well, buy that he can do looks anything. Good. I want to see the whole movie, though. It really, really What's looks good. What's weird is hearing it without seeing it, you hear Tom Hanks more than you hear yeah. Mr. Rogers, but, but you know that every role he puts himself in, he's perfect. He's nailed it, though. Walking yeah. in, taking off the sweater, going to the closet, changing the shoes. It's timed perfectly, and he does it great. Um, I want to say this, though. It's not a biopic. It is not a biopic. It is a movie based on a relationship that Tom... Well, do it again. <laughs> that Mr. Rogers has <laughs> with a reporter right. who comes to interview him. He's kind of jaded and just becoming friends with Mr. Rogers changes his life. And here's a little bit more of the trailer. And when you hear it, you hear him do the voice uh, of Fred Rogers correctly. We are trying to give the world positive ways of dealing with their feelings. Yeah, like what? things you can do you can play all the lowest keys on a piano at the same time i think it's gonna make us all cry and guess what sam you you feel you hear fred rogers i hear forrest gump <laughs> well that makes me cry right. too we shouldn't go see this movie with sam though. <laughs> i won't go see this with you but guess what else uh, it's gonna be in theaters thanksgiving uh, i couldn't watch it enough this week jody's friday favorite all right coming up next we're gonna hear from you in the producer's mailbag it's grateful friday what that means is we want to hear from you about the little and big things you are grateful for right now today just acknowledging that any day of the week Makes life better. Be happier. Yeah, I mean, it helps other people too. It's kind of like spreading positivity. Well, I guess it's not kind of like it. It, it is. actually it is. is spreading positivity. Uh, so you know, it, we get so many calls that sometimes we miss yours and they go to voicemail, and so we check we're, every single. We're grateful we have voicemail. Yes, we are, <laughs> so that we can never miss a call. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Twenty four hour voicemail. So we're going to check those right now. Hey, I was going to tell you why I was grateful. Uh, Went three weeks without a paycheck mm. and got hired on with this trucking company. Uh, started working with them. I was a month behind when I started, a month and a half behind on my bills when I started working with them. And uh, as of this last paycheck, I got everything caught up for last month and this month. So I'm back to square one again for next month, but at least I got everything caught up. Very so good. That's what I'm grateful. Good Lord's give me the ability to work and work my butt off. So um, that's what I'm grateful for. And glad I got a job and I'm glad I'm working. Have a good one. Thank you. We're glad you left the message. We appreciate nice. that. Yes. Yeah. Big thing. Because those Big are scary, those are scary moments yeah. when that happens, you know. Thank you for leaving us the voicemail. We've got another one. Let's check it. Hi, my name is VNA. My mom and I listen to you every morning. Um, I'm grateful for you guys, really. Um, you help us if there's an accident. You help us laugh in the mornings and... Thank you for helping us. Well, you're a sweetheart. Thank Cutest you for leaving us that voicemail. Voice. Oh my gosh, VNA, call us anytime. Cutest voice. Yeah. All right, jump in anytime. We like to visit with you. 877-310-4MSJ. It is Grateful Friday. New move.
movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. One new movie this week opening at the box office, and it's been a long time in the making. Quentin Tarantino says this is his most personal ever, hmm. which, hmm, that's a head-scratcher for you. Yeah, I wonder his what that actually ninth means. ninth major film it's um and two major stars in fact that's what quentin is so excited about he feels like there's not been a duo on screen like this since robert redford and paul newman it's leonardo dicaprio and brad pitt on screen together once upon a time in hollywood i'm rick dalton it's my pleasure mr schwartz call me marvin put it there that's your son no it's my stunt double cliff booth Okay, a faded TV actor played by Leonardo DiCaprio and his stunt double played by Brad Pitt. Yeah, because they look so much alike. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to achieve fame and success in the final years of Hollywood's golden age. Like, the the Leonardo DiCaprio character is like at the end of his. He's like a Western Mm. star, and he's he's trying to transition in 1969 in Los Angeles when all this other Charles Manson stuff is about to be going on as well. Okay, yeah. huh. it's long. It's two hours and forty something minutes. Forty one minutes. Yeah. I want you to know that critics say it takes off great, and you think it's going to be oh wow, another, and then it supposedly, according to critics, it sort of fades a bit. Yeah. It's kind of like, really? what are you doing in this last hour? Uh, Tarantino describes it as his most personal. I said that it's been four years since Leonardo um, starred in anything since he won the Academy Award for The Revenant. Remember mm. that? So this has been a long time coming mm. for Leo. He sort of took time off. Um, and Margot Robbie is in this too. Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate in this movie. Yeah. And got to know the family, got to know Sharon Tate's sister to get in character and is wearing some of Sharon Tate's actual jewelry in the film. Oh, really? Ooh. So yes. I, I guess this is what kind of makes it that Quentin Tarantino edge of the. Does the Manson factor come into this movie? Of course movie? it sure. does. Yeah, Manson. They have somebody's of, playing Manson in the movie. Of wow. course okay. it does. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to tell you this little bit of trivia about it. Uh, Quentin Tarantino kept one copy of the entire finished version of the script, like a paper copy. Brad and Leonardo were the only ones of the actors allowed to read the whole script so they knew where everything was going. Uh, Actors like Margot Robbie and Al Pacino, they only got to see their parts. And he kept that at his home. So when they wanted to read the whole script, they had to come over (laughs) to his house. Also, too, you don't know this, Samuel L. Jackson is not... In a Tarantino movie for this a change. time, yeah. he was considered oh, though. They yeah. say Luke Perry was in this too. That's last. right, and it is rated R. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, family-friendly box office review. Um, way early this morning, there was a worm, one of those long ones, crawling across the hall. Out outside of the studio. Okay, so, Do I see it? I mean, I didn't this, see did it. this have legs? This was like a centipede, or this was an actual worm? It's an actual long dirt. We called them dirt worms when I was a little girl, as opposed to yeah. I don't know sky worms, yeah. stinging worms. No, those are caterpillars. <laughs> yes. How many times do I have to tell you <laughs> caterpillars? You're not stinging worms. I understand that. But that's the I way knew. she grew up, Sam. Okay. I suppose you know. You're gonna have to show me what but a dirt worm is. But he was right is. in the middle of the hallway, and I kept stepping around him and i'm like so this how makes, did he even get in here well, number wait, one was he up here on the fifth floor yes so how does a worm get up I'll here i tell you how he got in here the plants yeah they've been putting all these new plants in the, uh, in the office oh didn't think about well, that well that's okay. what i thought too i thought immediately oh we have dirt in here because we have plants yeah. and they're beautiful so i thought I, maybe he inched his way in the front door into the elevator <laughs> up to the bo- button push the button you know 
Yeah. Anyway, speaking he of... He just int- waited until somebody hit five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Finally! Speaking of, though, I I didn't want someone to step on him. What'd you do with it? So I picked him up and put him in the back in the in dirt in one of the biggest well, you plants. Hope that's the plant he Wait, came he, from. He's, he's going to matter? get he's going to get back out again yeah. at some point. He's got out for a reason. Mm-hmm. Just like helping turtles, they're he, going somewhere for a reason. He doesn't. He needs to be in dirt though. Okay. Yeah, because he I'm is saying. a dirt worm. I you know, put him that, in dirt. That is the humane thing to do. Thank yeah. you. I'll be watching out for him. I know what plant I put him in. I guess the uh, smart way to wrap up the uh, weird food things that we've been getting calls on all week long is to go catch a few that we might have missed in the voicemail. Let's do it. 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. So I'm just leaving a message to tell you the weird thing I used to eat when I was a kid. And it's not really weird, but I used to take butter noodles Mm. and then pour on top of the butter noodles pork and beans and like cut up hot dogs Ugh. it was delicious <laughs> thank you for the voicemail that's casserole i guess and I if you're hungry you. yeah you shouldn't knock it but as soon as you say cut up hot dogs i'm i know not sure i think that but it's a very you know in the canned prepackaged world you you kind of expected things like that right i, I call this egg noodle surprise <laughs> all right let's go just check into the voicemail Hi, this is Anne. Love your show. Thank you. I just wanted to say, moms shouldn't make the mistake of calling their creations surprises. <laughs> I used to call them French dishes. Ah. Worked every time. <laughs> That's funny. That's Think clever. About that. yeah, this is actually a French dish. No, really? Really? With beanie weenies? Yeah. Wow. Butter noodles and hot dogs. That's just the French version of that. Yeah. Right? Would be? Oh, I don't know. I'm just calling it French. <laughs> I don't know who would buy that, but you know you could try for Kids sure. Kids would buy it. Kids would. That's who. Thank you for uh, jumping in. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Enjoy the rest of your workday, and uh, coming up, join us after the show for the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. Jody was talking about estate sales earlier. Mm-hmm. I know the big for trick. I know for a fact that there's yeah the tricks to getting good deals, but I know for a fact that there's one room that Jody doesn't ever go in at any. It doesn't matter what house or estate sale we go to. There's yeah. one room Jody never goes <laughs> Too in. Too oogie. Yeah, we'll tackle that in the uh, after the show podcast.